Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the very first Trent Sport podcast. Tonight, I am joined by our one and only head of hockey, Mr. Ian Randall. How are you, Ian? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? How is lockdown treating you? It's not so bad, actually. Uh, obviously, missing missing work, missing day-to-day business, but the weather's been quite nice, so we've been able to do lots of bits and pieces outside in the garden. Good. Okay. So just to let our listeners know, um, the purpose of these podcasts is to share experiences from the high quality of staff that we have at Trent College. So uh, the purpose of tonight's podcast is to for Ian to share his reflections, his learnings on school hockey, the purpose of school hockey, where are we now and where do we plan to take Trent hockey in the future. Um, so Ian, uh, if you'd just like to, why don't you just give us a bit of a background into your, the journey that's got you to Trent College so far? Uh, in terms of where I, like playing wise and yeah, hockey wise? Yeah, tell us a bit about your sporting yeah. career and school, where did you go to school, that type of thing? Yeah, sure, no worries. Well, I, um, I grew up in a, uh, I just went in a Keyworth, a little village uh, south of Nottingham, I just went to a comprehensive, it was a really good school actually, um, local school in the village, really small, um, and um, started playing football really, and then started playing hockey when I was about seven or eight because of my uncle, who was a player and a coach down at Beeston, just kind of all sprang from there really, I, I played, uh, lucky enough to play for Beeston at National League level from the age of 16, 17, which wow. was about 19, 1994 I think that would have been. Uh, and then right until 2006, um, vast majority of that in the Premier League as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then played for other couple of other Midland Premier League clubs after leaving Beast and, and got West Bridgeford promoted to the National League. That was quite cool. Okay. Um, that was all right. And then played England, Great Britain universities. And then uh, 2016, probably the best thing was the, the Masters World Cup, although we lost in the final to uh, Australia. But that was a pretty big thing, really. And what about um, your journey to becoming a teacher? Uh, well, I mean, I always wanted to, to be a, a teacher, always. Um, and kind of, I kind of, I wanted to kind of pursue the hockey thing. Well, I, I actually, I, I played semi-pro football when I was 18 for two years because uh, I thought I was going to be big time, but uh, I wasn't that good, really. Um, what position? Left back? Uh, no, left, left midfield. Left midfield? Up and down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, box to box, midfielder. Box of tricks, Luke Shaw. Of skills. Uh, I, I probably more more, um, more Ryan Giggs really. Uh, okay, right, more yeah, Ryan Giggs. Giggs. humble. Stay um, humble. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> um, and and then I was uh, doing a lot of that, and then I got struck down with glandular fever and all that kind of business. So I didn't go to university until I was twenty-one. So I'd a mature student. Out. Well, well, I wouldn't say that really, but uh, yeah, kind of. But I, you know, I loved it. I went to a university where um, all my mates were from, from hockey. We had a really good team. Won Booster three years on the bounce, which was really cool. Uh, and then graduated, and then uh, went through to the graduate training program at George Spencer in two thousand and five. Got interviewed, did my first year, and halfway through my first year, they offered me a job once right. I qualified, and was there for fourteen really long, happy years. Having moved into being a head of year seven and eight uh, on a like a director of learning job, basically old head of year, okay. um, and then and then the job at Trent came up, and it was too good an opportunity not to not to go for really. And so, tell me about that then. So, what were you, did you just see the job in the paper, or? Well, I'd, I'd seen the seen the job, and I'd spoke to a few people about it, and obviously, I've known. Steve uh, Wood uh, for uh, since I was about 14 years old really um, and he mentioned it and he said you know it'd be something that I know you'd be really good at and 
you know, if you're interested sort of thing. But, you know, quite rightly, he kind of stepped, stepped back and didn't really didn't really do anything other than saying, you know, it would be worth you going for and having yeah. a look at at least. Um, so that was really good. Uh, and then that was it, just went, went from there and had a really good day interview. Um, still remember, you know, bumping into the players that, you know, just recently left. They were there in, in year nine, the year nine group that I had. You know, Trigsy Spoons, Nina was there. So, yeah. and I just, you know, never forget that. Um, and, you know, thankfully got, got the job. So, uh, away you yeah, go. Brilliant. Away you go. Yeah, brilliant. So, so tell me then, what's the purpose of Trent Hockey? Um, well, I mean, I just think sport in general is, is, is fundamentally so important to, to us all. And I think it's been highlighted even more so recently in the situation we're all in. I think yeah. people crave that bit of outdoor uh, release, if you like. So, um, you know, health and well-being is, is important for all of us. And in regards of age or ability, and that's something I think that we at Trent really cater for, you know, with the three strands, the performance progression and, and participation. And I think sport is is proving even more to be such a, an important thing. And I think the purpose for me, really, uh, you know, thankfully that, that hockey is very popular at Trent and the, the, the students really enjoy playing at, at all levels. Um, and yeah. it's just the purpose for me, really, is just looking to in, engage with them all and make sure they have lots of fun and push the people at the top end that are looking to play at the highest level. And there are a lot of those as well. Because you see that, that you, you see the kids smiling when they're playing. Yeah, I think so. Even, you know, even going back to, you know, a month ago in the semi-final of the National Cup for the under-18 girls, you know, we were we were 3-1 down at half-time um, and we were chatting away with them, giving a bit of a bit of a talk and they were still smiling. They were still laughing. They still had that belief they could do it. Uh, and the thing about Trent is that we'll probably talk to you a bit later on is the fact that, you know, that it means something playing for Trent. They're, they're girls that have been there and boys that have been there all the way through. And yeah. it often gets us gets us that extra bit of performance, and um, you yeah, know, so even at the, yeah, I think so. I think so, definitely. Um, what about um, obviously you've played at a high level sport, you've taught for a long time, and, co- and coached in positive environments. Has there been anyone that's influenced you, or you know, uh, has given has had a significant impact? Um, you know, I think I think you do pick things up from from a lot of people. I think it's not just necessarily one person. There are people that come across that you play with. It could be mm. a teammate. It could be people you can play against. Or, um, but I think you know, Keegs really. Craig Keegan's probably been the biggest influence in me as a okay. As a player, so and, as a, and who's that? As a coach, really. So, well, he's he was the uh, one of the coaches of the the girls in GB squad that got gold over in Rio. Um, he's now over as a director of sport at the Derby Derby University. And he's been a, he's been a mate really from from day one when he first arrived in the country from Australia, um, even though he's a few years older than me. But he was a player first of all with Beeston, and then he took on the coaching responsibilities. He was just somebody who kind of believed in me as a player and uh, encouraged me. Often, uh, you know, weirdly, you know, he used to. I mean, he'll tell you himself, and pretty much everyone I played with over the last ten, fifteen years, well, no, he used to he used to really hammer me. Right. You know, when I made when I made mistakes, it was you know really got him. But you, you know, you work out what sort of people you've got and he knew that that got a reaction from me and uh, you know in, in terms of coaching you know he's he's second to none really he's done, done knows everything and he's just a good person to you know bounce off and, and talk about ideas and things like that so and I've been quite lucky does, really does that feed into how you interact with the pupils that we have because obviously uh, you've, you've you've experienced somebody like Craig who's been at that level Possibly, although I don't, uh, he's very, uh, I mean, he's mellowed now, he'll tell you he's mellowed, but he used to be 
you know, typical Australian, you know, he trained hard and Frank, you know, would, would yeah, yeah, definitely. But he, you know, he'd be hitting people at training, push, you know, train as train as you play was one of the things you used to say, you know, don't hold back, you know, just go into tackles. And, you know, we were, you know, when we were playing in the, the European Cup Winners' Cup and that, that squad of 98, 98, 99. You know, we were flying at each other in training, mm. like properly going for each other. Because I suppose that's what you know. If you don't train properly, you're not going to play properly. But I don't think I'm. I don't talk to the players as he did because that's not my way. So, w- um, so what's your philosophy then? You know, I just. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I think sometimes it's for other people to say what you are in a way. But I think that, you know, just I just like talking to people and bigging them up and making them you know talking about where they're, where they're going right and wrong but not so kind building of building people out yeah massively i think that's what teaching is in general let alone anything else but sport is massively about that and you know there's sometimes there are players especially in the school context a bit different but in a club context you know you can probably have a bit more of a pop at people if they're not working hard enough and things like that but um you know the way i've always been is just you know open and honest and just and I think that the players respect that a little bit. And then when you are annoyed, they know you're really, really annoyed. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And it's, it's not a go-to. You wear your heart on your sleeve. I, I do, yeah, definitely. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I live and breathe everything and feel everything. It's horrible sometimes. But, you know, it's because it's we all care. And that's why our programme's so good. Not just hockey, but I think sport is because all the staff care about these kids doing enjoying their sport and being as successful as they can be yeah so with you um obviously you've got some good allies on the coaching staff um yeah what could you sum up for our listeners the the future of trent hockey what, what do you think it looks like um i think more more of the same really i mean we've 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 always said for a long time a school of our size really um you know we do punch punch way above when you consider the sort of names and, and, and schools that we are competition against yeah. and the resources that, that they have. Um, you know, we, I think we take a lot of pride in the fact that, you know, we do coach and look after our own and build our own. And that's more and more going to be evident going forward that we've got some good youngsters coming into the school. Now the arms program is kicking on even more yeah. seven and eight. And we've got to work really hard bottom end up all the time to keep producing the, you know, the top players that we need to compete on a national level. Cause you know, we we don't want to go out and get players from here, there, and everywhere because you know we we believe that we are a school, and the way we do it is by you know building your own, creating your own, and and as we said earlier, I think that you know you get that little extra bit of performance from them because you know they're Trent students and they they care about the badge. <clears throat> you know, case, case in point, it's only two out of the squad of eighteen girls that got to the last four of the national cup mm. for the second year running. Only two of them were not in year nine. Yeah, that's pretty um, and, and half and of them the came majority, through the elms, didn't they? Pretty much, and, and at least half, probably more than half, yeah. came right through the elms as well. So, and I think that is a real, real kind of uh, feather in the cap, if you like, in terms of what what the coaching program and the and the people that work with these players give give them. So, when when we're watching your team play, yeah, um, what do you want it to look like? What do you want a Trent team to look like? So, if I'm a parent watching on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just want them. I think how we play is just quite fast, aggressive, exciting hockey is what I want to watch. Uh, that's always what I'd wanted to play as well. And I think, you know, sometimes there's a kind of place where you've got to be a little bit negative against the really good teams when you've got to set up a different sort of game plan. But essentially, 
you know, we want just players just to go out there with complete freedom to go and enjoy themselves and not worry about making mistakes and just, you know, go and play with, you know, like I say, just freedom, freedom of, of just enjoying the game. And can you, um, do you find that easy to explain to a year seven compared to a year 13? Um, I, I think it's probably easier to explain to a younger person because when you're young, you know, you, you, you're nowhere near a finished article, even the, you know, the girls and boys that, 16, 17, 18, they've still got plenty more that they, they're going to achieve and, and develop. But when, you, when you're young, you know, you just want them to just know that there's no right or wrong. You just keep going. You just keep making, if you make mistakes, let's talk about them, let's learn from them. But essentially, you know, we talk about there's the ball, get it, run down the pitch, whack it in the goal and just try and make it in, it's enjoyable. that simple? Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me, I think so. um, talk to me about leadership then. What does leadership look like? On the hockey on the hockey pitch, what does leadership look like in your life? What does leadership look like from our pupils who are involved in the from hockey our, program? I mean, what what I see. From, yeah, from what do you the, think it the is? Pupils. Yeah, you know, this. I think it's people just wanting to to go that little bit extra. Yeah, I think we have um, you know a couple of good. There's a few few players, uh, you know, you could mention quite quickly off the off, off the top of your top of your head, really. Who just who's that sort of quality that you just think, do you know what, he or she will do everything and she'll pick that team up when things aren't going well or he'll do something that ignites a little bit of a chain reaction in others. And I think a leader is just somebody who, you know, when the chips are down, will stand up and just say, right, this is what we're going to do and I'm going to do it and follow me. And I'm always about, um, you know, and, and that can be done by talking as well. There's some really, really positive people in the in, in throughout the school from from very young to all the way up to the first teams, boys and girls that you know just sometimes just a positive set a phrase or uh, you know a bit of a pat on the back or just the right thing at the right time just gives everyone a lift um, so you can lead in so many different ways as we all know and it doesn't have to always be really obvious excuse me very obvious you can sometimes just think Do you know what that was unbelievable what you just did and they had no idea what they did but it just lifted everybody and sometimes even lifts you as a coach you just think Do you know what that's really good um so the, you know you see it all the time from you know I, I can't speak highly enough of our of our we were talking about leadership and i'd asked you how what leadership looks like in your world mm -hmm. um what what would you recommend if we were to if you were to have a trent college pupil in front of you what would you say to them about leadership uh, if you wanted to be a leader you just need to do everything that is asked of you and kind of more and just be the first person at training, the last okay. person, the last person to leave, you know, just, just, uh, just set the example, set the standard. And I think that's, you know, a, a lot of leadership can be from every player. Yeah, you, should have, you should have, you should have lots of leaders all over the place and it could be as simple. I mean, you know, being on time for training is, is simple, but you know, leaders are there, you yeah. know, and, and, it, and, you know, if it was a player in front of me going, what do I need to be to be a leader? And I, I'd say be yourself because sometimes, you know, you, the, on, every, on every hockey pitch, football pitch, rugby pitch, there are people that are natural leaders and just do it. And there are other people that are just part of the, part of the team that just do their bit. And I yeah. don't think you can kind of, you can think, work on things, but sometimes it just comes naturally to the people and just say, right, I'm going to get this game by the scruff of the neck and do something and create a spark or others might just do it vocally um, or just be, I mean, you know, sometimes. Nina Rapula, uh, for mm. those listening, some people may not know <clears throat> Nina Rapula. Her leadership skills were exceptional, weren't they? Can you tell us a bit about Nina? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously she was a you know unbelievable player. Um, you know, one of the best, if not the best, striker in school hockey, and in, in, in certainly the last couple of years before she went away to America. But you know, in just in terms of how she galvanised the squad and just a natural enthusiasm, you know, people were wanting to come to training because you knew that she'd be there and she'd be there. She'd be the life and soul. She'd be getting everyone fired up to ready to play. Um, she'd be talking to people, and you know, she was the best player and I think it was very clear to everybody but she was so humble with it and, yeah. and was helping people and uh, you know just was you know she's just somebody just think you know what I want to be on your team and I think you know if you can say that about somebody that's a, a massive thing I'm hoping to get her on the pod actually yeah that'd be great uh, um, yeah. what do you think she'd say about her time at Trent oh, I th- you know you can tell she she loved it she speaks really quite highly of, of her time and you know of just everything she did you know not just on the hockey field I think she just loved she's a proper Trent girl through and through and you know the last couple well, of years Trent family, aren't they? yeah Trent family but you know you could see um, the pain in her in her eyes when we didn't quite get over the line in that semi-final that year at, at yeah. Lee Valley you know it meant absolutely everything to her you know you, you can just tell that you know, heart and soul was Trent and it meant so much to her that get that team through. And she, she didn't, it wasn't feeling sad for herself. It was feeling sad for the whole group of people. And, you know, it's just, she's just a, you know, but I think that the, the same could be said for, for everybody in, in that squad. And even this year as well, I think we're, we're blessed with, with girls and, and boys that just, just care. Um, yeah. And that's important. It's, isn't it? I, the, um, I mean, we, we're really fortunate we've got this new pitch in place. Has that made a difference to our performance, do you think, and our our playing quality? Uh, yeah, I th- I, well, yeah, definitely. I think we were slightly hindered before, and, and not only just with what we were doing on our pitch, but because we were going to play against other schools and playing in you know the latter end of finals at Lee Valley and stuff on, on water-based pitches and, and pitches that are just designed to be a bit more bouncier on the touch and things like that, because our players you know, have been... You know, brought up if you like on a pitch that was a little bit dead, a little bit flat. You know, our first touch wasn't great when we went onto water base because it is very different. Um, so I think you know some of the 3D skills that have come out this year, uh, the, the the way the ball travels, it, you know, it's it's just a faster game and it and it benefits our players and, and our better players especially just you know love it. Um, and does that feed into how you want the game to be played? Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we and how we want Trent to play the game. Yeah, definitely. We want you know fast. You know, like I say, we, we, we come up with all sorts, you know, especially in the first team uh, for the boys and the girls, there's all sorts of uh, game plans and tactics you put in there. But, you know, generally, especially younger than you just play, just enjoy, enjoy playing, it. do what do what you do. We'll try and guide you and try and give you the basics and try and help you technically and things like that. But just, just do what feels right, because more often than not, players are, are right and they work it out for themselves. Um, and it's just, just uh, it's, it, is, it is a great surface to play on. So what about your... Um... What about your best memories of Trent hockey? So I, I mean, I can think of one very obvious one. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. But, it's pr- but what about looking deeper into it? So you know, has there been a, a situation where we've perhaps come back? It's been maybe a, a B team or a C team, or mm, you know, well, what about the whole range? Because obviously yeah. you've got the top end. But what about the? Uh, yeah, I, the, other this, there are loads. There are so many different uh, experiences and memories, and it. And it could just be one kid doing something that you just go, wow, you know, they, they, they've, they, you've, you've introduced something or they just get it. It could just be a bit of a wow moment. I mean, obviously, the, the, the moment you're talking about is when, 
Camilla put the penalty away to win the national uh, indoor title last year, which, you know, that's unbelievable. And that'll, you know, live long the memory of, of, of all of us, really. But, you know, there were just, there were, there were so many you can't really. What were your emotions? What were your emotions? Tell us about your. Uh, uh, well, your I, um, well, I remember. Well, we, we'd done really well throughout the whole tournament. You know, it, it was a, a massive roller coaster. Anybody, any of the teams could have, could have won it that year. It was, the standard was so high, it was incredible. It's the national indoor final. Yeah, and we were we basically we were going out on the Saturday night, unless uh, I think it was Millfield actually that that scored a penalty corner in the last ten seconds of a game that got them a point, which then right. meant that we were back in the game. So our mindset completely changed within within a split second, and then we prepared during the, the evening at the hotel, um, set up a game plan for the semi final against Wellington, and it was unbelievable. And then we get to the final against Repton massive you know uh, rivalry anyway really and obviously them being the probably the best girls hockey team in the country and have been for a number of years really you know it was a, it was a big deal for us but we knew we were capable we had strength everywhere um and so we get to the penalties um and I just remember going over to the girls I remember Trigsy going what shall I do um and, and you know I said just, you know what if I'm and she said actually said what if I miss and I said it doesn't it doesn't matter just yeah. go and do your best. Just go and pick your corner, put it in there and just relax. I know it's easy to say. And I was just trying inside. I was, you know, my heart was going. I'd butterflies by. Was, just was this the be... experience of penalty shootouts from your semi-pro football days, is it? No, I never took a penalty, actually. <laughs> I never took a... Banged in a few free kicks from 30, 30 40 yards. But, right. um, but just, you know, trying to, trying to remain, you know, as you do as a, as a coach, you've got to try and remain as calm and composed you can where inside you know you feel everything you know you feel I felt sick if I'm honest yeah. with you um uh, couldn't couldn't look actually as Camilla stepped up when Sophie made the save or it went off you know the the, the uh, hit the post um and then uh, I couldn't watch and just the the reaction was unbelievable and the relief you know just I don't think to turn around just could he uh, could or would he and that was it really it was just it was massive it means so much it means so yeah. much um but there's you know lots of little things that that kind of stay with you and hopefully many more to come. Yeah, I hope so. And I think, you know, it definitely won't be for the want of trying. I think that, that you know, all of us involved in the programme, you know, myself, Steve and, and Robbie are, are completely committed to doing everything we possibly can to just give these boys and girls, you know, all, all the kind of help we can to... to the tools to, they need. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they're just, they're just brilliant. They're great, great to work with. So just on that, the um, just coming to the end of it now, this, yeah. I'll ask each each person I'll interview, I'll ask these couple of questions. So if I'm a Trent or pupil or a Trent college pupil, c- come into one of your sessions, give me three words that I'm going to bring to that session. In what, what three I, behaviours. What I, um, I think a behaviour is, is, I want you to come being excited. Okay. Because of, because of just playing something you enjoy and just just playing just playing sport, uh, be excited, um, be enthusiastic and yeah. stress free. Because okay. you know we relaxed, we, relaxed. Yeah, because you know we all play better when we're relaxed. If you think too much about your first touch, you tense up and it bounces off your stick. If you relax and just let it go and flow, everything happens. Uh, so so remind me of those again. So. Arrive and be excited, be just, enthusiastic, and be ready. Uh, yeah, ready or relaxed. Okay, good. Um, and give me three words to describe the Trent sport culture as you know it, as you see it. Uh, the, the whole sport culture? Yeah, correct, yeah. Um, 
I think I think our culture is I think we are quite humble. Yeah. Um I think that we um are passionate. Yeah, agreed. Um and I think that we are motivated. Good. I like that. I like that. Right, final thing. Thank mm. you very much for your time. No so, worries. So thank you very much. Um, I'm going to give you some one-worders. Yeah. And what I want you to do is say the first word that comes into your head. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Mm. Uh, sport. Trent. Hockey. Randall. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, family. Oh, that's a great question. First thing comes to my head. I was going to say Owen. That's a bit harsh on my other little boy. <laughs> Owen and Luke. No, that's two words. Sorry. Wait, where does Haley fit in? Oh, she's there as well. She's always there. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, Gleeson. Oh, Liverpool. I don't know why that came into my head, but it just winds me up. That's the first word? Yes, it's yeah. the first word. <laughs> winds me up. Um, Ariel. Uh, massive. Chuck, chuck them long. Uh, wood. Inspirational. Trent College. Oh, God. Trent College, what does it mean to me? It actually just means happiness. <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm, it's just, I think everyone's happy. I think everyone's happy yeah, there. Yeah, good. Okay, excellent. Right, well done, mate. Right, super. Thank you very much. Um, and to all our listeners out there, um, hopefully you've picked up some insightful things uh, from Mr. Randall, most notably that when you arrive at a training session, let's think about being excited. Let's be passionate. Let's be enthusiastic. Let's be ready and relaxed. Uh, when we was talking about leadership, Ian was talking about um, just that Ability to go the extra yard, be the person who's always on time, be the person who's there doing the right thing. Uh, and hopefully we'll have a positive journey moving forward. Ian, thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed your time on the Trent Sport pod. No worries. And uh, no doubt I will see you soon. I hope so. To our listeners. Yes. Uh, sorry, go on in. No, I was going to say thank you for having me. Um, to our listeners, our next pod will be about overcoming challenges, and that will be with Mr. Guy Hope. Um, thanks very much, and I hope you enjoyed it. Bye for now.